Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. This is when I'll be putting it out. So uh, happy Wednesday. I'm so excited because one, I'm in the mountains right now in Colorado and it is snowing. It looks so magical and beautiful outside. It's gorgeous and I just, I love it. Uh, But second of all, I have two of my very close friends here with me, Paige and Erica, and I'm just so excited because these girls are people who push me constantly closer to the Lord and who are constantly encouraging me and also make me laugh until my stomach hurts and (laughs) tears are coming out and it's so great. So I just, I love both of these girls so, so much. And so I'm excited for you all to meet them and to uh, talk about things that the uh, Lord has put on our hearts lately. So um, yeah, if you guys want to introduce yourself a little bit. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm Paige. I am uh, Colorado girl through and through, born and raised here, and I love golfing, skiing, and hanging with friends, which means I love hanging with these two girls right here, <laughs> and I'm so excited to be here, so yeah. And uh, I'm Erica, and I am not a native, but I got here as soon as I could. No, um, no I uh, basically grew up in Colorado, so I absolutely love it here. We, uh, I was dragged away to the desert, a.k.a. Phoenix, um, for three and a half years. That was the longest four years or three and a half years of my life. But now we're back, so we're all good, and God is good, and it's good. So anyway. <laughs> so many good things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I think this is going to be a really cool episode because this year in itself with Corona and just the elections and, you know, whatever else, but it's just been, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a really interesting year. It really, really has been. Um, and please know that Erica is such a goofball. She doesn't actually have Corona. <laughs> no, yeah. sorry. I just had um, to. But I, I mean, this year has just definitely been a different year for mm-hmm. everyone. And so um, these girls, they were talking and I've had individual conversations with them, but basically just about how we each have different seasons. And sometimes they're really, really good and they're really fruitful, but sometimes they're really, really hard. And you feel like you are going through a pruning season, you know, like it's talked about in John 15. And so um, today what we're going to be talking about is what it feels like kind of to be in the midst of a really hard, tough season and Mm kind of how to get through that and uh, what God has been teaching you all through that. But First of all, um, I ask all my guests on the show kind of what God has been teaching you lately. So if that kind of ties in with what we're going to talk about today, that sounds great. But if it's something else, awesome. Um, Just whatever God has been teaching you. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, During the season, lately, God has been teaching me to get rid of distractions in my life. I feel that I have been so distracted lately with social media and just... um, different things that have been thrown at me from every direction mm-hmm. and that's always trying to take my focus off of what it should be on. That's the father and my family and things that I need to do in my life. So getting rid of distractions and also that I'm not alone in any struggle that I have. Mm-hmm. And so really working through those things right now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And definitely for me, I've been on the more of the season of the pruning season, which, (laughs) you know, it's oftentimes not the most pleasant experience. Um, But yeah, so God's basically, you know, there was an awesome time um, in October when we had a bunch of people coming over and just doing some worship. And that was like a really amazing time. Um, And then after that, of course, the enemy just was like, hey, I'm going to try and take you down because you experienced such amazing success and victory um, that I'm going to just try and get rid of that or make you forget about the amazingness that what happened during that week. So for me, I've definitely been going through a pretty rough season where it's just like, God, this is painful. And I know you've got a plan for me, but I'm really confused and like in the dark on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but still knowing that like God is there, but it just was like, I haven't seen what is happening or what, how he's shaping me or what he's pruning off because it's painful. Let me tell (laughs) you, it's painful, but just realizing that God does have a plan. And that's, that's where I'm at right now. Just where it's like, I know God has a plan, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm still like, God's good. And I know I'm gonna get through this. (laughs) So yeah, I think that's definitely the thing is like, when you do go through hard seasons, I've realized sometimes it's because like the Lord is testing you for Mm -hmm. whatever next season you're going through. He's getting you prepared or you just went through an awesome place, you know, like with Mm -hmm. the worship in October Mm -hmm. and the enemy doesn't like that. And so whatever is, you know, something that he doesn't like, he's going to try to turn it for evil. Right. But we know God always uses it for good. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's just like a key thing we all need to remember is like whatever you're going through there's always a purpose behind it yeah and um it it definitely hurts it's not fun but it's part of the strengthening process like we we have to go through the refiner's fire to Mm -hmm. to become more like him like that's the goal Mm -hmm. um so yeah just getting rid of distractions is is Mm -hmm. really really good too yeah yeah that's been helpful for me too because Paige and I we talk a lot about (laughs) these kind of things so we even kind of just challenge each other to like not watch any movies or be on social media a bunch. And so that's been super helpful for me, even just to like get back to what the father wants from me or what I need to do to see what he's doing in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was being so distracted. It's crazy how we get so distracted by movies and, you know, social media and just watching endless hours of little videos just keep on scrolling down. And I was like, oh, God. And if you ever want to see like how much of control something has on your life. Oh yeah. Go cold turkey and cut it out. Oh, like I was, know that I've been trying to reduce my screen time. Even Kayla and I have been working on this mm-hmm. on our phones. And, but when Erica challenged me, she was like, you know what, this week, we're not going to watch any movies. We're not going to watch any videos and we're going to hold each other accountable. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, it was, it was so hard. I don't know. I, know. I watch way too much YouTube. I mean, oh you can gosh. find anything. And so anyway, we did it for a week. And just two days ago was the completion of that week. And yeah, yeah you realize how much time oh, you really spend crazy. on that. And yeah. the father's trying to talk to you and help you through your struggle. And a lot of times you're just not even there to grab his hand, even though mm-hmm. it's there you're so distracted, but that was really good yeah. for sure. I, I love that y'all are doing that together because yeah. I think when we are going through hard seasons, like that's part of the enemy's goal is to keep us isolated, to keep us alone, to even tell us in our head that, Oh, you're alone. You know, like Mm -hmm. no one is going to be with you in this hard season. Mm -hmm. So if you all, whoever's listening to this, if you can find someone, whatever season you're in to just help keep accountable or Mm -hmm. like challenge each other, like, Hey, we're going to read 
through the Psalms for this time yeah. period, or we're not going to go on social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, Hey, how can I be praying for you today? Like mm-hmm. you need to find those people who can be there with you yeah. and not, you know, against you, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. And that requires you to put yourself in a vulnerable place Yes. Oh, yeah. because you're admitting to someone that, like, yeah, I've got a problem with that. I spend and a lot of I time. Like help. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Every single time in my life that I've done that, the other person, whether it was Erica or Kayla has always been like, absolutely. I'm here to help you. Let's work on this together. And we feel so afraid to be like, Hey, letting mm-hmm. someone else know I'm struggling with this. And that's just the enemy lying to us that it's not mm-hmm. going to be a positive experience. Mm-hmm. And every time I've done that in my life, it's been a positive experience. Yeah. So just step out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and even just, we were talking with Kayla and Kayla's sister and my <laughs> sister last night. And uh, we were just talking about how a lot of times one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is that he thinks, or he makes you think that um, someone will respond in a negative way if you confess what you're struggling with. But then literally like 10 times out of 10, people respond with love and like, hey, it's okay. I do this. Or, hey, I struggle with the same thing. Or, hey, like that. it's crazy (laughs) because we can be set free when we're able to just be, like you said, vulnerable with people. And I think especially in the season, I've been a lot more vulnerable with people where I'm just like, hey, because I'll, I'll, you know, my, my um, default setting is happy. And, uh, um, and my happy default actually has not been my default for the past few weeks. And it's been really difficult because I'm not used to that. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not defaulting back to happy? Why am I not going back here? And just being open about that, because normally I will just be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. We're good. And just keep on going the instead most of common lie. Anyone. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Tells, yeah. Right? And right. instead of saying like, I mean, obviously not every moment needs to be like, oh, I'm actually not fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just there's there's moments where you do need to be, especially with people that um, love you and that follow God and are wanting the best for you. That's when it's a safe place to be like, hey, you know what? I have not been having a good time. And just that simple like expression of saying, hey, I'm not actually okay has it really it can even get you out of it without yeah. even getting you out of the situation. So yeah. just even for me, just talking about it with Paige and Kayla this past week has completely shifted um, me coming back to happy, which is great because That's I'm like, I, n- I actually haven't really dealt with anything really, but it was like all I needed was just to confess that and be like, hey, I'm in this spot. How do I, like, what is your advice of just like, you know, how can I get closer to God and just being encouraged in God's love towards us and our love that needs to go towards the Father. So, So yeah, that's good. Well, and kind of to go into our next question is, I would love if you all could share just a specific instance of where you struggled or maybe not specific, but just, you know, the general where you struggled and kind of how God pulled you out of Mm -hmm. that place. And whether it is he used people to encourage Mm -hmm. you or, you know, less distractions, like whatever it is Mm -hmm. uh, to share kind of how you got out of that place. Yeah. Yeah. So I have one in mind that happened just a week ago, two (laughs) weeks ago recently. So I was having just kind of um, a rough day at work and I work from home, so I'm very isolated at home. It's just me in my room. And um, it's kind of a tough day at work. And I got off work and I just started feeling down. And you know, when the enemy just starts dragging you down, you know, putting that spirit of heaviness on you. And um, 
at one point in the night, I was like, you know, where you kind of try to get out of yourself and look at the situation to figure out what's going on. And so I did that. And I was like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And I was like, I don't know. I really am not sure. Like none of the particular things that I struggle with, like I can't really identify one that's happening. So, I mean, red flag, obvious attack from the enemy. Um, But I could tell that I was in this like little funnel going down and I wasn't sure how to stop it. So I just cried out to the father and I was like, Lord, I know that I'm like not in a good place right now, but I don't really know how to pull myself out of this. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time and I need your help. And of course we feel isolated. Like I didn't text Erica I didn't text Kayla. Like that probably would have been the best thing to do, but the father always finds a way and he always makes a way. And a couple minutes after I had said that prayer, a friend of mine texted me a heart and I was just like, Hmm, what was that? And so I texted them back and I just said, why did you send that to me? Because I just wanted to know why mm-hmm. and at this random point in my life, did you only send me a heart? What does that even mean? And so then they called me and of course I didn't want to answer. It's like, I just want to wallow in my misery. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I decided to answer last minute and I answered and I I just straight up was like, why did you send me that heart? I don't understand. And they said, "Um, this is going to sound crazy to you and you probably will think I'm weird, but God showed me you and you were crying and I've just been praying for you. And I wanted to send you a heart because I want to let you know that like God's got you and Mm -hmm. he's helping you through this. And then, you know, I break down crying, like, okay, like, just because God is so good, even when I wasn't ready to ask someone for help, God sent me someone minutes later to Mm -hmm. help me through that thing. And just talking to this friend helped me so much and encouraged me. And so again, it's just an example of the enemy trying to isolate you. And God being like, you're not alone. Like, even if you don't know how to help yourself, I know how to help you. And you asked me, so I'm going to help you. And so it was just, it was an amazing example, I guess. Yeah. No, that's (laughs) That's really, really that's, I love when God does that. Me too. Like it's just, (laughs) it's like, I'm special. He sees me, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I would say, like I had mentioned earlier, it's just, I've been having the, like the most strange season in my life where I'm just like, I feel like I'm turning into a different person. Some parts of it are not the most good changes of me. And so that's where I've been like, kind of like struggling with myself with just like, why are you acting like this? Why are you responding like this? This is not you. And um, so I've really been in conflict with myself over just how I've been responding to different situations. And so, and it's been really, you know, just rough and having new situations where I'm like really, you know, not having the best relationships with my parents and my siblings, even though in reality, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. It's just how I've been responding to the daily little tiny things. And I'm just like, why are you acting like this? Why are you turning into a person that you don't like, you know? And so that's been a really hard thing. And so for me, I've just been like, really kind of going into this spiral of like going downhill (laughs) very quickly. And um, I felt like a lot of things in my life were going out of control and just, uh, it, yeah, very, just not a great season, probably like dabbling into depression and that kind of stuff, which has been like I've done, you know, had depression a few times, through, but nothing super. But your default is happy. But my default (laughs) is happy. So that's where I'm like, I don't understand. But I guess the main thing was, it's kind of similar to Paige where I could see that I was spiraling, but I didn't know how to help myself out. I didn't know what to do. And I was almost just like, I almost was too weak 
to even ask God for help. Mm. Like it was even to that point where I was just like, just, you know, like when a little kid just has their little thing in there, just like, they're not even like uh, strong enough to pick themselves up. And so it's kind of like I was in that situation. And so I was just like, all right, God, like, you know that I'm having a hard time. And so kind of one thing that I was starting to do just because it's like, we don't realize that things around us affect us. So I stopped watching any videos or, you know, social media, that kind of stuff. Um, just so that way the enemy had no platform to speak to me on in that area of my life. And then I also started listening only to worship music, which I mean, generally I have more worship music, but it's still, you know, the the other music kind of slips in there (laughs) and you're like, Oh, this is a fun beat. So I noticed that I was really listening to a lot of just like secular music or, you know, not that it's bad, but it's just, I was listening to a lot of it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to just listen to worship and to songs that like actually have substance. And so I kind of did that without really, I just kind of put it there. That way I was in a safe spot. And so for me, even though I wasn't really doing anything, I just was like cutting out the negative things in my life, just hoping that God would be able to speak to me in those moments and of vulnerability. And so then yeah. I really think that ha- setting that tone for the past few weeks mm-hmm. has allowed my heart to soften and also how does allowed my heart to just be like, you know what? God is good. Even though I can't tell what's happening, I know that there is a purpose for this and it is painful, but that's because you know, when the pressure is on, you know, mm-hmm. that's when he's molding us. That's when we're turning into diamonds. That's when And also with the pruning thing too, where it's like, it's painful, but it's because the dead branches are being cut off. Yeah. Uh, The things that are in our life that are dead. And so I kind of had a little bit better of a perspective, even though it wasn't great at times and, you know, still broke down and had all those different (laughs) things, but at least I was holding on to this like scarlet thread Mm -hmm. of, I knew God is good. And that was kind of pulling me through. I was just holding on. I just tied it to good my job. wrist. I just, go. yeah, I didn't <laughs> let go. I tied it to my wrist and I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm just holding on to this one thing, this one promise of God. And so just even the past few days, I have been re- been able to like receive more of just like God's happiness and joy and also realizing that I don't really need to know, but I, all I need to know is that God does have a purpose for yeah. this. Yes, so God. for sure. Yeah. Well, and I love that. Cause like Hebrews six nineteen talks about the anchor of our soul Yeah, and mm-hmm. how he is the anchor of our soul and he gives us this hope and that's the anchor. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you talked about that is like, Finding him, that's your foundation. Mm-hmm. Even though the dead branches are getting cut off, mm-hmm. like he's he's the branch, like the main branch that mm-hmm. is like keeping you in there. Yeah. And then you mentioned, Paige, how like um, that night that you just completely just opened up to the Lord and just mm-hmm. shared with him. Like, I think that's the thing is God wants us to be honest and to be real with him, to yeah. hold on to those promises, but to tell him truly how we feel. Even mm-hmm. though he already knows, mm-hmm. he wants us to be honest and real with him. And so Um, I think that's just a good reminder for all of us to just like hold on to that anchor. Like you may be in this really, really hard storm and you may feel like you're floating away on this boat or whatever. You can't see the shore, but like, no, like he's holding you down. Like that's your firm foundation. So um, I think that's, that's really, really good. And so um, kind of with that, I guess, is I wanted to ask you all if you're the kind of person to numb your feelings (laughs) or press into your feelings to see what's causing that feeling to rise and then also does that work for you or not that's a hard question yeah because i know that 
different people process differently. But for me, I was, for a very long time, I suppressed the emotions and just acted like they weren't there because I didn't want to deal with them because it was almost harder for me to be honest with myself and process them. Um, but for me, that was unhealthy to bury them like that. And so thankfully I learned some ways to help myself process them. And like what I talked about in the story was, is just kind of like going outside of the situation, removing mm -hmm. yourself from the emotions and processing it very analytically. Mm -hmm. Like what is the thing that's causing this? What is it causing? And what is like, what is the effect of that? Mm -hmm. And when I'm able to look at it from that perspective, it helps me to process my emotions better and to realize what the root cause is so that I can deal with that cool. instead of band-aiding it because mm -hmm. it's just going to keep hurting unless mm -hmm. I actually tend to it and fix the root problem. So mm -hmm. I'd say that now I'm someone who really digs in and feels, <laughs> but before I wasn't so much. Yeah, so. that's good. Which is so funny because literally I'm like the exact opposite. Like I've always <laughs> been someone that digs in and deals with it and it's just like very like open and honest with myself, but, <laughs> but <laughs> however, comma, <laughs> yes. Um, I the past few months, especially in this like difficult time, <laughs> yeah. So I definitely shut them in a little box mm -hmm. and then put them in a bigger box and then mailed them off to Timbuktu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I didn't like I very much and I think that has to do a lot with th this season why it's been so difficult is because normally I do look at my feelings and I am very open with myself but I've been very closed and like mm -hmm. I can't deal with this I don't have enough energy to even mm -hmm. deal with this mm -hmm. um and I think obviously that's very much like contributed to the uh darker side of it rather than the light side of it yeah, so yeah. if that makes sense the overwhelming um, side. yeah yeah definitely so that and uh, yeah it is not healthy to bury those things and just be like <laughs> we're just gonna bury these feelings right. um because it is because then it festers because bury our feelings buried alive will never die yeah so they'll bury you they'll bury you right. and then they'll like pull you down into the grave. That's creepy. But yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, I love the pictures that you always have. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so. But you know, I love having both sides of the spectrum, I guess yeah. you could call it. Because I feel like people could listen to this and they mm -hmm. can be like, man, I'm just really stuffing my feelings and mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, I, I should be opening more, and, you know, or, or they could be hearing like, yeah, like I am more open and should I be more quiet? And yeah. Stuff? And, you know, so like, yeah, it's good to hear like both sides to see yeah. like there are pluses and there are minuses, you know, mm -hmm. like sometimes yes. there are pluses of not, I'm not saying like it's healthy to like stuff mm -hmm. it, but like to process it with the Lord before yeah. you start going, sharing it with everyone. Well, and I think, thing. yes, that's a big thing for me, which as well as stuffing my feelings, not only have I been stuffing them, but whatever will come to my mind right then, I'll just let it out. Mm -hmm. That's not healthy either. Right, yeah. When it's literally just like unrefined mm -hmm. and just not even like good, you know, where you're just like, and that's been something I've been finding myself doing, which I normally would, you know, take a second to think about what I was going to say first. Yeah. Think if it's good or not, whether it's going to help the situation or send everyone into a tizzy, you know. <laughs> But yeah, nice. so yeah. That's and fun. also to not wallow in the misery. 
to oh, realize yeah. that we do have victory and greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Oh, and yeah. even though I am feeling those emotions and I want to like, I want to pity myself and be sad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we like the father, he has overcome this, this like Satan He's mm-hmm. overcome the evil. And we don't have to give that any hold in our lives mm-hmm. and no power. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's good. Yeah. Um, so we are starting to run out of time. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's been so, so good, but um honestly guys like i i'm so sad i live three hours away because i could real. do this every week with y'all but oh, this would be so much fun i know yeah, it'd be great. we could come and be a guest speaker over with you now Ooh. this time so there you go there we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but to kind of wrap this episode up um and really fast since we are running out of time but uh what are two or three things you would recommend for people to be able to push through to get through those seasons and to see the other side Yeah, I would say for me, number one thing is find a friend. You are not alone. No matter how deep, dark, and scary you think what you are going through is, there is someone very close to you who's dealing with the same thing who also needs help. Mm -hmm. So find a friend, talk to them, and getting it out just begins healing it. Mm -hmm. So I'd say find a friend um, and also remove the distractions. Oh, yeah. Because it's easy to let those distractions take Mm -hmm. over and kind of numb you Mm -hmm. and the father needs to heal you and Mm -hmm. you need to create space for that. So yeah, that's good. And I say probably the third one is like set yourself on a foundation that you can um, come back to the father. Mm. Yeah. So that's where it's like not only removing the distractions, but also because it talks about um, that when a, when a man has this evil spirits that are in him, Mm. he can get the spirits out, but then, and the house is clean and swept. But if he doesn't fill himself back up with God, then the, um, evil spirit spirits will come back with even stronger ones. And then the state of that man will be even worse than it was before. So not only can we get rid of the distractions, but we have to, um, start founding, like putting ourselves in places that it is healthy and that it is godly. So whether that's, you know, just reading your Bible or just being more thoughtful and like just praying and getting back into those places where you're, you're seeking the father, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. right? filling yourself Absolutely. up back or yeah. filling yourself with God. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's key is like when we all go through hard times, like that's mm-hmm. one of the enemy's goals is to, mm-hmm. you know, trick us to think like, Oh, I'm so down. I shouldn't spend time with God right now. Or, yeah. um, I just can't think about this. And so mm-hmm. he tries to get us away from the father. Oh, yeah. And so as long as we are pressing through, like, I, I would say like my three things is, you know, really just like make sure you open up the word you're studying. Like, even if you don't feel like it, like mm-hmm. even just mm-hmm. set a timer for 15 minutes, like spend mm-hmm. time in the word, see what he says, see mm-hmm. his heart, study that. Um, and then also even if it's one word, yeah, even <laughs> yeah. it's just one word, right. Yeah. But like pray about it too. That's like yeah. my second one is really just like have that conversation with God and like Absolutely. see what's his heart, his perspective on this. And, um, and then also like community definitely mm-hmm. because the enemy wants us to be alone. That's his goal. Yeah. yeah. And so as long as we're surrounded by godly people, that's mm-hmm. the key godly people mm-hmm. who are pushing us closer Amen. to him. Like, um, I think you're gonna, you're gonna be set for a good start. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, you beautiful ladies. I love you all so much. <laughs> we love, we love you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, like, oh, these girls are so encouraging. Uh, just, same. Oh. <laughs> like, I've been so encouraged by Kayla. So Me too. Yeah. And this seriously. podcast, girl. Yes. Great job. Yeah. I know I love this podcast. I love it too. I know you guys love this podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. Kayla. Thank yeah. you. Well, actually, fun story uh, really, really fast is <laughs> I was talking to Paige in March, and I was like, you know, Paige, I just – I, I want to do like something. And she's like, Kayla, you have a podcast voice. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, 
I mean, I, I guess I kind of like thought of doing a podcast and she's like, yeah, go for it. Like Paige just really like pushed me to keep going for it. And then Erica like showed me her phone the other day and she's like, top podcast convos with Kayla. And yes! I was like, my friends are supporting me. Yes. Uh, so this is what I'm talking about is like community. Like yeah. you all, uh, you just, man, it means so much to me, truly. Yeah. So you mean so yeah. much. We're thankful for you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show yes, and love yes. you all. And yeah. I hope uh, this episode really encouraged each one mm-hmm. of you and just uh, pushes you closer to the Lord. Like no matter what season you're through, keep on pushing through. Don't Amen. give up. Yeah, yep. keep it. on pushing. So, yep. And if you don't have someone in your life, call us hey, or call text us. us. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 100%. Right. Yeah. Honestly. If you're watching and you're, I don't know you, you can DM me on Instagram mm-hmm. if I know you. I can, you know, yep. give their numbers if yeah. you want. Like, we'll talk to you. We'll, be like, we'll yeah, talk be like, to you. I want to talk to Erica. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Wait, wait. She's not available. I'll take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's so good. So, um, yeah, I hope you all have a lovely week and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, press into the Lord. It's good. It's never going to fail you. So. Yeah, we'll see you in the next in two weeks. In two weeks, (laughs) Erica's got it. (laughs) Got it down. All right, bye everyone.